Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of The Low Code Approach. I am Sean Feeney, a Senior Product Marketing Manager over on the Power Platform team. And today I'm joined by... I'm Wendy Haddad, and I actually do remember my title. I'm a Senior Cloud Solution Architect and a former customer of Microsoft. And I'm joined by... My name is Ken Aguilar, and I think I am a Principal Program Manager. I think I remembered my title. With us today is our good friend, Ben Walters. Hey everyone, I'm Ben Walters. Uh, I'm also a senior product marketing manager, I think is my official title within Microsoft, um, <laughs> working here on the Power Platform team as well. Ben's here today to, to chat with us, and Ben, we're going to talk about Ignite. What is Ignite? What? Why do we? Why, why? Why should customers care about it? What should they look forward to? Those topics. So Ben, kicking it off, what's Ignite? Uh, so Ignite is uh, Microsoft's big tech event that we kind of do in the back half of the year. We tend to have two big tech events every year. We have Build uh, that we do earlier on in the year, which really focuses a lot on our developer audience, focuses really down on, on new code developments and those kind of things. And then we have Microsoft Ignite, which focuses both on our devs, but also on a lot of our IT pros and our infrastructure audience as well. And we tend to have a lot of great announcements, a lot of great networking, and a lot of great uh, technical sessions for people to be able to learn more about our products. So Ben, I have a question because we're here talking about the Power Platform on a Power Platform podcast. We just had the Power Platform conference. So what's going to be different at Ignite or what should people expect at Ignite that they didn't get or hear at the Power Platform conference? That's an excellent question. And the truth is, um, you're right. The Power Platform conference is what we call our third party conference. So it's run by a different group but Microsoft is very, very heavily involved there. Microsoft Ignite is a Microsoft conference, and it means that we have a whole bunch of really great new announcements all related to Power Platform and, and the broader Microsoft suite of products for people to check out. Very cool. So this, this event, I know uh, years past, in the more recent years past, we've done uh, digital-only experiences, and then we kind of shifted over to a hybrid experience. How How is this year's Ignite going to be laid out? Is this same as before or what's what's new yeah that in fact we made done a lot of work this year to change uh, or kind of end up going back to our roots though so pre-pandemic we used to do these really really big events in exotic locations like orlando uh, <laughs> where we would bring a whole bunch of people in to to meet in person and have all of this content running all week and then of course we we all know what happened in kind of 2020 and and things shut down and we went to this digital view and last year we kind of dipped our toe in the water of coming back to an in-person event and we kind of did this in a hybrid fashion. We had everyone in the same room, but we didn't have as much in-person content. And one of the things that happened with our attendees is they gave us that feedback on how they felt about that. And this year we have an in-person conference again with in-person presenters, and we'll have all of our uh, executives there to present in person for our keynotes and those kind of things as well. But at the same time, we're not losing the things we learned in our digital routes. So all of the sessions and all of the content that is happening and being delivered in person will be streamed live to those people who can't make it to Seattle in person. Um, so they'll be able to watch all of that content as it's being streamed, as well as be able to interact with, by getting questions answered and things like that through you know, uh, platforms like Pubble and those kind of things. So it's really the best of both worlds for no matter where you are joining the conference. So you mentioned keynotes. Walk me through the other types of sessions and what should people expect and also think through somebody who may be completely new 
what should they be prioritizing versus maybe an IT admin or a power platform maker, right? Who's not on the admin side, what kind of things can they take advantage of? Yeah, it's a great question. And like you said, we have keynotes. That's where our, our CVPs and our executives will get up and they'll talk about vision and, and stuff that's coming out and totally worth making time for those because that's where all the big announcements will happen and you'll hear all the great new stuff happening at the start of the event. The other types of sessions that we have, we have breakouts and these are sessions that are about 45 to 50 minutes. I think we actually timed them at 45 minutes where you'll see our product managers and our engineers getting on stage and actually delivering technical content that goes deeper into a specific product or a specific topic. Um, and so from a power platform perspective, we've got uh, content focused on uh, building applications with generative AI. We've got content focused on things like building power pages websites and, and how you can take advantage of those, as well as a lot of great content around Power Automate. And of course, we have a session that our own uh, Sean has been working on uh, around operating your kind of power platform environment at enterprise scale and how you can manage that within the enterprise as well. So really great topics there to help people kind of dive in deep and understand how to use the product in the best way possible. Then outside of that, we have these discussion sessions. These are also hybrid, so you can watch these online as well as attend them in person. And best way to think of these is like an AMA. So we'll have a couple of people up at the front who will be able to answer questions and be able to really kind of help you dive in on topics that are important for you for, for specific areas. And they're generally paired to the breakout sessions. So if you go to a breakout session, you find you don't get your question answered or you don't have time to get your question answered, you can always attend those discussion sessions to be able to you know, put your question up again and, and actually have a, a deeper conversation about it. Ben, you just gave us a whole lot of information right there. So I'm going to act like I'm a customer for a moment. And I just heard this description and I'm saying to myself, great, Ben just told me I can interact with Microsoft professionals, specifically folks probably in product groups and so on. How do I do that? That is an excellent question. So if you are in person, you can do it the old fashioned way by you know getting up in someone's face and asking them a question. If you are online, we have a platform that pairs with our online experience called Pubble. Every session has a Pubble chat. It'll show up on the side of your window and you'll be able to post questions into that Pubble chat. And there are, in addition to the people who are on the stage who are you know presenting at the time, we have a host of uh, experts ready and waiting behind the scenes who will be able to actually look at those questions and get those answered for you. And so what that means is that allows you to be able to interact not only with the people on stage during sessions, but also with other program managers and product managers within Microsoft during the session. So Ben, a quick follow-up for that one. Do I have to be of a particular size of customer, a particular industry or anything like that? Or is the opportunity that you're saying that these attendees can have open to all? It is open to everyone as long as you are registered for Ignite and you can go to the website to ignite.microsoft.com and register. As long as you are registered in for that experience, you'll be able to jump into that chat and be able to post those questions during those sessions. So Ben, real quick question on that. You mentioned, you know, log in, watch the sessions live, ask questions, get answers. What about if you miss the live broadcast, the session, the breakout session? What can you expect then? Are these going to be archived in some way? So that way you can go back and watch it. Maybe there's things going on at the same time and you're unable to catch one of the sessions. How would you approach that? No, it's a really great question. And we have we have a lot of content outside of Power Platform across the entire event. So it's very common for people to miss sessions because something else has happened that's a little bit more exciting. But rest assured, all of the sessions that we're streaming will be recorded. 
And you'll be able to go back to that event website afterwards and actually go and queue that session up and play that back. Now, there is potentially a little bit of a delay from when the session finishes to when that session is live. But if you find it's not there, then, you know, just mark some time in your calendar to put that aside to go back and check that out later as well. Actually, that's a really good point. We've been having this conversation amongst us on the field who will work directly with our customers because, I mean, I've attended Ignite as a customer for a few years and it is overwhelming. I'm appreciative of the digital option because it's a lot of walking um, as well. But we've been talking about even just having strategies of as a team, having either a team channel or a shared word doc, whereas multiple people are either listening to the conference or attending the conference, you can just throw in a topic or I heard this announcement or whatever, because there's so much information coming at you, it becomes that digital log, right? To go back to and i'm sure we're having blog posts too right are there places where they can go to get digests of these announcements and and kind of an overview and dive deeper yeah and it, like first of all i love that idea of having a spot for everyone to sit down and chat and kind of share advice and those kind of things and that's something that actually we do a lot internally as well so not everyone from microsoft we don't pick up the whole company and take them to to ignite because that would just not leave room for our customers to attend so I actually find like even our team within Power Platform, they set up a watch party, they get together, they will, you know, have a, a team chat where they'll kind of collect that information as well. So I love that idea. And it's, it's honestly something we do within Microsoft as well. But following up on your question around blogs and other kind of, you know, where are those announcements and summaries land? All of our teams who work on the event spend a lot of time looking through what those blogs are and what you can look at. And so if you go to like the Power Platform blog or the, the Power Apps blog or any of the individual kind of application blogs for Power Platform, you'll find they will all have summaries around their announcements specifically. And they'll all land at the, you know, the start of day one. So if you find you just, you missed the keynote, you don't want to watch through it, you can always go and check out those blogs for the TLDR and kind of get the summary down as to what's been announced. Ben, speaking of... Um what's announced. We live in this rather evergreen state within all of our products, right? Things are constantly changing and evolving. And the big news, of course, this year has been Copilot, 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 and then more Copilot. Very full cockpit. Exactly. <laughs> so, so now that we have all of these Copilots, what else can we look forward to aside from Copilot inside of the conference? that you can maybe tease us with. Yeah, there's definitely a theme of AI. There, like there is definitely, AI is the big thing and there is a lot of focus and you will find a lot of content around AI. From a Power Platform perspective, you'll see a lot of that flow through the sessions. I can't, I, like, I've got to be careful not to kind of pull a Tom Holland or whatever it is and do like a Marvel reveal <laughs> or anything along those lines. Oh, no, come on. Um, I don't want to call man. Come on. <laughs> Get about the responsibility. Um, Just come on. <laughs> this becomes a podcast of Freaky right. Ben. Um, <laughs> but but there will be, there'll be lots of AI content. I think you'll also find, you know, we have some great sessions in there that, we'll dive a little bit more into what's happening behind the scenes, which I think is really interesting. I think over the past kind of 12 months with the explosion of, you know, like you said, all of the co-pilots being created and all of these new AI models that are helping people get their jobs done easier. There's also this sense of like, it's this magic black box that spits out answers that seem to be right. So actually, there's actually some sessions that I've been working on that will dive into what's happening behind the scenes to kind of help people understand on a more on a more kind of deep technical level, what those large language models do and what they are and how they work to kind of help you understand what's going on behind the scenes. So I'm actually going to emphasize that for a minute because we're having those discussions again right now with customers where we have some customers setting up like AI review boards 
For example, it's a combination of legal and security and IT operations reviewing that. And so those are really good sessions. It's just start getting your answers. Honestly, run ahead a little bit on your security reviews or that AI board reviews. Uh, come back so your, your company's in a position to move a little bit faster, um, sending some of those experts or at least watching those sessions as well. Any chance those sessions will be live streamed or are those in-person only sessions? Uh, no, they will be live streamed. In fact, it's a session that I'm in theory demoing on with Ted Way, uh, <laughs> who works on a lot of those large language models. So a little bit of a kind of shameless self-plug there. We will be diving into like the generative AI aspects and how things are going on and, and why we're taking this approach with yeah, allowing uh, app makers to be able to take advantage of AI to build applications, but also how can you pick up those models and provide similar services to your users within your organization with those applications that you build? So definitely worth checking out. I think it's on day two. I should probably know the schedule by now, but we've got a week away for me to get that all sorted. We so. can put it in the show notes, maybe the session date. Yeah, definitely. Let's go back. That session that you're going to be demoing with Ted Way, I've got footprint in that too. So I'm going to be very eager in what you're going to demo. But anyway, one topic I don't think we covered yet was labs as another offering for Ignite. What can customers expect when they're in person and they're working through labs? We have a number of experiences that are only for our in-person attendees. And that's just part and parcel of being in you know, the beautiful summit building within Seattle, which is a new conference building we have there. And so there are some things that just lend themselves better to an in-person experience. One of those, like you said, is labs where users will be able to go into a room with a PC and a screen and be able to step through and actually get their hands hands on with the technology and kind of step through how to, how to do certain things. And I think we actually have labs focused around building applications and managing those applications across the enterprise that people can take advantage of, specifically for Power Platform. I also know we have a whole bunch of other labs that focus on, you know, how to make the most out of Azure OpenAI and how to manage your infrastructure and m365 teams and all those kind of things as well so it's a really broad spectrum of content that people can take advantage of there and and kind of try in a safe environment so they can take those skills back i want to talk about what folks really really are interested in where can they pick up the swag swag they not co-pilot well and that's that's a really good question right yeah. so we have the kind of regular thing we do for ignite is they end up having backpacks and t-shirts and all those kind of things there's usually a swag room in fact that's what we did at build last year in this building was we had a a swag room where you'd go in and you could pick your swag up in a single place and check that out but the other thing that we like to think about from a Microsoft standpoint when it comes to swag specifically is creating things that are sustainable for our attendees as well. One of the things we found pre-pandemic was we were handing out lots and lots of swag. And unfortunately, a lot of that stuff just ended up in landfills. So we are a little bit more selective on the swag we give out and really trying to make that something that's useful for attendees and doesn't end up kind of filling up landfill and impacting the environment. So backpacks, will they be able to get stickers, maybe some water bottles? I have no doubt there will be a plethora of stickers to choose from. Sean, will there be any low-code approach stickers at, at Ignite? Or Sean will be there handing them out? I will. I will be. Also, you know what's really funny? When Ken was talking about like what's the real reason people are going, and I was totally on board thinking he was going to say networking and then he pivoted to swag and i was like oh yeah no he's right like i'm all about that swag that makes total sense yeah be able to look booth just to get one sticker that was definitely what we got a rush on when we're at mppc was stickers yeah actually speaking of about mppc not to divert from ignite but ben you did something really awesome at mppc with part of the booth setup I know this is aside from that, but I just want to hear your thoughts on this really neat setup that you had there. I think you're going to talk a little bit better than I can about this. (laughs) 
little, I don't even know, like 3D awesome setup. Yeah, so for MPBC, we we tried something different. Like we said, we didn't want to give out lots of kind of useless swag to people. And so what we did was we made the decision within the team to take our swag budget and donate that to an organization to help them instead. And while this sounded like a really nice idea, I decided we wanted to blow this up a little bit more and actually have some immediate gratification for attendees at the same time. So we, one, moved from one organization that we were donating to to three organizations. And then we built that into an experience with um, a hologram projector. So we had essentially a plinth that was sitting in the middle of the booth that projected a hologram and you would put a token in. And as you did that, you'd get this kind of 3D holographic message that would play back to say thank you and kind of like give you this this nice kind of warm, fuzzy feeling for choosing a charity to give, to kind of allocate some money to. It was really, really, really fun thing to do, but also it's just something a little bit different than just saying, hey, we're we're not giving you swag and we're just going to do something over here instead. And something I think attendees really appreciate. Very cool. I will definitely send you a video later. It's post, something post on that, socials or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's something. It's kind of funny because we've had other teams now. Like, why don't we have holograms? How did you? How did you get holograms made? And I was like, uh, kind of keep that. I'm on just the saying, quiet, you're going. That's like but... something out of Star Wars or, or whatever. We're we're yeah. Like we, we've advanced pretty far in AI, but like holograms doing our conferences. Hmm. It's kind of funny because it's. I had lots of people ask me how we how I came up with this idea, and the truth is, I spend strangely a lot of time watching like tv shows about how disney does their kind of like illusions and effects and the 3d illusion we i used is based entirely off the same illusion they use for the haunted mansion at disney (laughs) so it's called a pepper's ghost illusion and so that was my whole like mentality of how we thought up this crazy idea awesome uh so everybody be on the lookout for swag and maybe holograms if ben is involved those are two things you can always count on Hopefully. I got to say, I don't think we have our hologram plinth coming to Ignite. We'll probably try and roll it out again for build, but we didn't get it for Ignite. It was just too much of a quick turnaround, unfortunately. No worries. We just need to all have like our low-code approach holograms, right? Sean can carry us in his pocket wherever he goes and, you know. I, I will have I will have just a friendly voice I will have a, it's just gonna be a hologram of a cup of coffee for Ken and then a hologram of a soapbox for you Wendy and I'll just I'll just lay them down it is soapbox sorry <laughs> his eyes are really wide like what is she what soapbox is she getting it's very on? true no this yeah. was awesome Ben thank you so much for stopping by for giving us a, a rundown of what to expect at Ignite I know there's going to be tons of content going on during Ignite and it It'll feel like a fire hose for like how much blog content gets put out and archived information and everything. Uh, is there anything that you like to leave listeners with uh, in anticipation for Ignite? So I think if you are if you are lucky enough to have registered in person, make the most of the event. Know that the event is sold out. There is going to be lots and lots and lots of people there. So you know, make sure you make the most of it. Connect with people. If you see someone that you want to ask a question of, don't kind of think I'm going to wait till later. Just go and do it. And, you know, just also, you know, have grace for people because it's going to be a, a full house and there's going to be lots of people to interact with and it may be overwhelming at times, but don't let that get the best of you. And if you are online, you know, get your schedule locked in now, set the time aside. Don't think that you're going to do it while you're sitting on another meeting or something along those lines. Like make some time and dedicate time to go and check out that stuff because there's some really, really cool stuff that we've got ready. Yeah, I'd also been encouraged folks to not just look at their specific product area, but also branch out and look at other parts of this technology stack, right? It ignites a great opportunity to learn about areas that you may or may not even know you have interest in. So if you're, if you're curious what Copilot is or what large language models are, or maybe what 
Azure templates are or, or security or whatever that may be. Go join a session and learn more about it. Don't just stick to your area. No, it's a, it's a really good point. And the truth is none of our products, like our products are the value of them is the sum of their parts a lot of the time. Like whether you know it or not, like if you're using Power Platform, you're technically using Azure because that's where a lot of that stuff is hosted in the back end. If you're using AI, you're using Azure Open AI because it's all hosted on Azure. If you're using M365, then you know, you're using Exchange Online and you're using all of our other kind of online products. So it's a really, really good point. And if you want to be able to create those, you know, long-standing innovative solutions you need more than just one product to solve your problem it's not a simple you need, you need the sum of the ecosystem oh, so that's going to be a t-shirt part of the swag that ben's going to be offering is that line right there <laughs> that's it that is true awesome well thanks again ben for joining we really appreciate it and we're super excited for ignite and i can't wait to watch your demos awesome thank you, thank you. thanks ben